baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Is the FBI priming mass shooters in some cases to kill? Before what happened in Garland, Texas, I wouldn't even listen to a podcast with that headline, much less ever entertain the thought. But then Garland, Texas happened. Back in 2015, Pamela Geller sponsored a Draw Muhammad contest. To some Muslims, drawing Muhammad is considered blasphemy. Pamela Geller wanted to make sure there was still freedom of speech and artistic impression in the U.S. So she got together with some other people and sponsored it. The prize was $5,000. In the weeks leading up to the contest, two terrorists decided they'd kill everyone involved. So Elton Simpson and Nadir Sufi began planning their attack. Along with the third planner and associate, they didn't realize was an FBI agent undercover. That agent was in constant contact with them, even walking through the purchase of the guns and the planning of the shooting. At one point, Simpson, one of the terrorists, shared a link to information about the draw Prophet Muhammad contest, to which the undercover FBI agent replied, tear up Texas. It was too much even for the terrorist, who messaged back, pro, you don't have to say that. No need to be direct. But here's where things get weird. That FBI agent knew their plans, but warned no one. The planners never got a warning. The agent even followed them down the highway in his car to the mass shooting. This following went on for upwards of half an hour. The agent knew exactly where they were headed. But here's the problem. He called no one. He told no one. He could have alerted 911. They could have sent in a squad of FBI agents or heck, just local police. How bad did this get? On the security camera footage, the two terrorists pull up in a car to the front of the Draw Muhammad competition and open fire on two security guards they'd hired to guard the competition. Also caught on the security cam footage is the FBI agent's car pulling up right behind them. That's how closely they were being followed. But the agent didn't try to help the officers, didn't warn the officers, and simply drove away once the shooting started. No one would have ever been able to prove he was there if the car wasn't caught on security camera. Later on, the agent himself was caught in a dragnet of the area, set up to intercept the car that had pulled up behind the terrorists. Fortunately, the security officers were well-trained and managed to kill the two terrorists. As the news of this broke, members of Congress began asking questions. So did the media. At the time, then-FBI Director James Comey lied. He said there was no FBI involvement. But Freedom of Information Act request by 60 Minutes showed otherwise. Here's the key part of the report about this incredible incident. In an affidavit filed in another case, the government disclosed that the FBI undercover agent had actually traveled to Garland, Texas, and was present at the event. I was shocked. I mean, I was shocked that the government had turned this over. I wanted to know, when did he get there? Why was he there? And this past November, Maynard was given another batch of documents by the government, 
revealing the biggest surprise of all. The undercover agent was in a car directly behind Elton Simpson and Nader Sufi when they started shooting. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This cell phone photo of school security guard Bruce Joyner and police officer Greg Stevens was taken by the undercover agent seconds before the attack. The idea that he's taken photograph of the two people who happened to be attacked <laughs> moments before they're attacked is stunning. The idea that he's right there 30 seconds before the attack happens is just incredible to me. We wanted to ask the FBI those same questions but the Bureau would not agree to an interview. All the FBI would give us was this email statement. It reads, there was no advanced knowledge of a plot to attack the cartoon drawing contest in Garland, Texas. If you're wondering what happened to the FBI's undercover agent, he fled the scene, but was stopped at gunpoint by Garland police. This is video of him in handcuffs recorded by a local news crew. We blurred his face to protect his identity. I don't like to think that they let it occur, but it is shocking to me that an undercover agent sees fellas jumping out of a car and he drives on. I find that shocking. That he didn't try to stop. He didn't try to stop him or he didn't do something. Given that that's Anderson Cooper you just heard from on 60 Minutes, you got to ask, is the FBI priming these suspects? With each year that passes, that question becomes less ridiculous. After all, we just had the trial of the Gretchen Whitmer kidnap plot suspects, and the jury acquitted them. After learning that the FBI hatched the plot, conceived of the plot, and almost entirely pulled it off, dragging a couple of not very bright accomplices along with them, it was as if they were being framed by the FBI to make a larger political point that Trump supporters were crazy crazy enough to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer because they didn't like her COVID restrictions. Given all of this, any major connection between the FBI and a shooter is suspect. But yet, here we are again with the Buffalo News, a mainstream media outlet reporting that local authorities are investigating the connections between a retired FBI agent and the white supremacist Buffalo shooter who shot up a grocery store frequented by black people. It turns out this white supremacist was in frequent contact with a retired FBI agent and four other individuals, wonder if they're FBI too, with whom he liked to share his hateful racist thoughts and his plans. They got so tight that this former FBI agent was one of the five people he shared his plans with, including the location of the mass shooting half an hour before it occurred, and details on what he planned to do. That's what authorities are now investigating. Did the FBI agent view those but fail to act? And how did he wind up in such frequent communication with a mass shooter like that? A texter to my show this morning asked this question. How would the FBI have known to target him, though, assuming that this retired agent was, in fact, still working in some capacity for the FBI? That's easy. He was arrested a year ago after threatening to shoot up his high school. 
even taken for a mental health evaluation. He would have absolutely been on their radar. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.